birthday dog oh man i just turned the mighty 34 you did i turned 34 years old today 34 years 134 more to go this is king known uncensored even though it's my birthday um i want to say that i'm just grateful to wake up every single day and to uh have the lovely people in my life Representing me and, and fucking with me to the fullest All my real ones Y'all know who the fuck y'all are Cause y'all my listeners And y'all my family most of all Now let's get to the to the real shit of the day Alright Last night We got A new All time leading score In LeBron James LeBron James last night had passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Did you see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar face, dog? when this nigga Bron was hitting shots? I knew he was going to break that shit, dog. I knew it. I already fucking knew it. You know, he broke the record. Congratulations to LeBron James. Um, He's moved up on my all-time list because... um. I feel like this. I feel like he passed Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell last night, in my opinion. Now, I understand that Bill Russell is the greatest winner of all time, but I seen when the times that he's won, 
most valuable player. I mean, rest in peace, Bill Russell. Don't don't haunt me at night for saying this, bro. Well, you need you neither. Okay. But I seen the MVPs that he's won and the runner-ups every year, and a lot of people got robbed. The reason why, of course, Bill Russell won is because the Celtics were the best team. And the MVPs went to the best player on the best team. And Russell on some of them teams was the best player. There's no denying that. He was a great rebounder, great defensive player. Not the best offensively. I mean, he shot 43% from the field. And he wasn't like, he wasn't a great free throw shooter either. But all in all, he still was a hell of an athlete, hell of a player. But I feel like LeBron um, is just a way better scorer than dude. Just plain and simple. <laughs> nothing more, nothing less. He's the better. He, <laughs> you know, he, he's, he's a greater scorer than him. Um, now, Wilt Chamberlain. I feel like LeBron's a more accomplished winner than Wilt Chamberlain was. I mean, Chamberlain won multiple MVPs. You got to give him his credit. I think he won more MVPs than LeBron James did. But I just feel like... I understand the Celtics dominated the era, and it was only like 8 to 12 teams. But I think Chamberlain should have had more than two rings, especially when he went to the Lakers. That's just me. I mean, Chamberlain does have the records... You know what I'm saying? Chamberlain has 20,000 women. But I feel like, you know, LeBron has surpassed those two guys. For sure. As for where do I rank him? Um, I rank him number eight all time. But here's the thing. Y'all LeBron fans get on my damn nerves. I can't even congratulate this nigga without pushback from you weird niggas, dog. I make one joke about Shannon Sharp. I, I said the nigga was... You can't tell me that this nigga Shannon Sharp was gonna kiss this nigga on the lips like Birdman, dog. <laughs> he had the look in his eye like he was watching his girlfriend coming up the court. Come on, man. But this is the thing, this is the main problem that I have. I appreciate LeBron's greatness. But it's one thing to appreciate greatness, and it's another thing to take it too far. Now, I understand that people have their opinions, and they're going to believe what they're going to believe, regardless of what evidence one has to present. But the fact is, there are 50 great basketball players. And I mean great in a sense of greatness should be appreciated. I feel like everybody's greatness should be appreciated. But the problem is, y'all feel like only one person's greatness needs to be appreciated. The thing that kills me is, I never was a big Michael Jordan fan. But I'm defending him. That, y'all don't find anything wrong with that? I'm a Kobe fan. I'm a Shaq fan. I like both of them. I like Kobe and Shaquille O'Neal as basketball players. 
But I'm defending Michael Jordan, somebody I did not like or care for. I respect Jordan's greatness and his uh, undefeated finals record. And I think he's the greatest player of all time. But what y'all Brondashians have to realize is just because you're great doesn't mean you're the greatest. Just because you have longevity doesn't make you the greatest player. It makes you have great longevity. And LeBron has had an accomplished career. But the thing that people need to stop saying is LeBron is an all-around player. He literally only plays one side of the ball, which is offense. Now, when he was young on Cleveland, he was a decent defensive player. On the perimeter and the interior. Now, LeBron, for the age of 38, is playing well. And him scoring 36 points on a night where he needed the record was dope. You gotta give, you gotta tip your hat to him and respect this man's body of work throughout his career. But however, I feel like there are greater players, and I feel like there are more accomplished winners. And I shouldn't be labeled as a hater for saying that, or for having my own opinion and my own list. If you got a problem with what the fuck I'm saying, then do your own show, bitch. I'm Rick James, bitch. <laughs> I always wanted to say that, the way that Rick James said it. I'm Rick James, bitch. That, that, that shit sounds so fucking dope. <laughs> Rest in peace, Rick James. But he broke the record. All respect due to LeBron James, the king of all kings. You know what I mean? And also, just because he's the all-time leading scorer doesn't make him the greatest scorer. But I'm going to throw y'all a bone, though. Y'all can't say that he is pass-first anymore. He is not a pass-first player. He never was a pass-first player. He was a dope scorer that can pass. That's what LeBron James was. And Michael and Kobe's passing was so underrated. I feel like those three guys pass at the same level. To me, a lot of y'all not going to like that. But it is what it is. Let's appreciate everybody's greatness. Because, you know, the legion of Braun fanboys was bullying me last night, man. On a real nigga birthday, man. I can't even blow out no candles, man. A nigga, a real nigga can't blow out candles, man. Without me acknowledging this nigga's greatness and all that shit, right? I got bullied, man. Alexa, play Glorilla Internet Trolls, man. <laughs> but again, congrats to LeBron James, though, on breaking the scoring record. Now, can we please move on? Because I said what I said, and I meant what I said. Let's move on to some real shit now. 
the Brooklyn Nets had four offers on the table before choosing the Dallas Mavericks package for Kyrie Irving. Now, the first deal that we're going to discuss is the Lakers deal for uh, Kyrie Irving. So, um, the Lakers offered Russell Westbrook and two first-round picks for Kyrie Irving. Now, come on, man. <laughs> this was a horrible deal. But this is the funny part. The Lakers, I mean, the uh, Nets wanted Max Christie and Austin Reeves in the deal. And then Kyrie was theirs. Rob Palenka declined that deal, which I view, I think it might have been smart, in my opinion. I mean, I like Austin Reeves. I think that was smart. Now, the Phoenix Suns version of the Kyrie trade that they offered, Chris Paul, Jay Crowder, and unspecified picks for Kyrie. Um, I mean, it would have been interesting to see... Uh, Chris Paul and Kevin Durant play together, even though it's a little about five, six years a bit too late, eh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A little bit too late for that. Then, of course, the Mavericks one we all know and love. I already explained that one. Don't have to do that again. Last, the Clippers' offer for Kyrie Irving was Luke Kennard, Terrence Mann, a first-round pick, and two first-round pick swaps. What the fuck was that? I also heard that John Wall and Marcus Morris was a, a, the original offer. And that's the second offer y'all came with? Ew. I wouldn't have took that shit either. That's nasty. Hell no. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even answer the phone no more for the Clippers like ever again. After receiving an offer like that. But let's move on. The Brooklyn Nets want Kevin Durant to stay committed and will attempt to upgrade roster via future picks. And um the Nets do have the 76ers two first round picks. From that horrible Ben Simmons deal. From that Harden deal. That was a bad trade, by the way. They should have, they might as well have just kept James Harden. Um, then, you got the first round picks that you received in the Kyrie Irving deal. Then you add Spencer Dinwiddie, so yeah, man, I think that Brooklyn's not done. I don't think the Brooklyn Nets are done, and I truly believe that they're going to make more uh, 
more trades and probably hit the buyout market hard. Pause. Luka Doncic says the Dallas Mavericks are not done trading to upgrade their roster. Well, <laughs> my nigga. Okay. Well, I do know one thing. The Dallas Mavericks do need a defensive perimeter player. They gave up their only one and Dorian Finney-Smith. There's nobody else on the Mavericks that has perimeter defense like that. Reggie Bullock can't check nobody. So they need to go out and get another guy. I mean, I'm not saying that Cam Reddish is the best defensive player, but I think they need to go after him. My thoughts are. And I think that the Mavericks have the picks and the draft capital and the um, players to get another deal done. I think it'll happen sooner than later. Oh, Beyonce fans. First, the LeBron fans. Bullying your you boy, man. Now the Beyonce fans are bullying the Grammys. They are so over-entitled and over-privileged, dude. I don't know who's worse. Beyonce fans or LeBron fans. I think I rank LeBron fans over Beyonce fans as the worst fans of all time. But... Beyonce's the all-time leader in Grammy Awards. Has every Grammy known to man but album of the year. And Beyonce fans were complaining about her never getting the album of the year. Who cares? She has everything. She has all the Grammys. She's hella accomplished. She's very talented. People compare her to Michael Jackson, but that's not enough for y'all. Let me look at the uh, Grammy uh, album of the year. Let's take a look at this shit. Okay. Harry Styles ended up winning for album of the year. I mean, I looked at Harry Styles' numbers, man. Them, that, that nigga was putting up uh, old Eminem numbers. You know what I'm saying? But if you look at the albums that are in this category, there are many albums in here that was better than Beyonce Renaissance. 30 by Adele was better than Renaissance. I mean, that Bad Bunny album was like a high seller as well. I don't listen to Bad Bunny, so I wouldn't know if that album was better than Beyonce's. I think Good Morning Gorgeous by Mary J. Blige was better than uh, Renaissance. I think Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers was better than Beyonce Renaissance. I don't know about Lizzo. I don't listen to Lizzo, so I could not form an opinion on that. But some would say that, that her album was better than Beyonce's. And I'm not trying to insult her. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to get at the fans. A lot of people, it's never really the celebrity. 
It's their fan base. Beyonce has a very big fan base, cult fan base. But I just feel like y'all doing too much on this one. And I do understand where y'all coming from as far as the Grammy committee not picking her because of the fact that she has too many Grammys. I mean, but that's understandable too. I feel like everybody should have a chance to win awards and to enjoy their moments. And Beyonce has had 33 chances. Is it in it 33? Had 33 chances to enjoy her great opportunities to showcase and to be awarded for her greatness. Now let's move on. Ah, sad news. Quavo and Offset allegedly, according to TMZ, got into it at the Grammys over the takeoff tribute. Now, this is sad because Takeoff's death is very fucking sad. Like when Quavo performed that song, I cry. Every time I hear that song, I cry, bro. And the reason why I cry is just the fact that about how he was murdered. He was innocent. And he was taken from us way too soon. And Takeoff was talented. He could rap. I mean, I didn't like the Migos when they first came out. But once they um, evolved and got better all around, I appreciated their music. I mean, I thought their shit was a, a bunch of jibber-jabber when they first dropped. I admit that. I grew into the Migos. The Migos grew on me. And I started to see how talented Takeoff was when he released his first solo album, The Last Rocket. And The Last Rocket is probably the best album to come out of the three Migos, in my opinion. I definitely, you know, like that album. And just and and just Quavo just being there and having to perform that and that had to be painful. It had to be painful for him. Yeah, man. I can't get through that song without crying. That and, and Nas dance. Like, I can't listen to those songs without crying. But, um, they ended up getting into it about the tribute because the Grammys wanted Offset with Quavo paying tribute to him and Quavo blocked the performance and Offset I understand where he's coming from because that was his guy too he was in the group with him too and Offset wasn't going to get in the way you know what I'm saying and I just feel like that's messed up man you know that takeoff moment couldn't be celebrated without controversy and those two guys don't need to be getting into it they really need to squash whatever they got going on for the sake of take now they don't have to reunite and be a group again but they have to be respectful and cordial i don't know what was said i don't know what the fight was about i mean i guess that what was what the fight was about the fact that quavo didn't let take offset pay tribute to his man 
right, let's talk about Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas, if you've listened to my show for the last year, and, and, and uh, for the last year, I was very high on Cam Thomas when he was drafted out of LSU by the Brooklyn Nets. I had said that this was the biggest steal of the draft, and I felt like Cam Thomas can win six man of the year one day. And as soon as Kyrie Irving was traded, Cam Thomas the Beast was unleashed. And this man is becoming one of my top five favorite players right now. And it's not because he's balling now. It's just the fact that I always believed in his talent. And his talent that I was talking about is showing. I mean, the last three games, he's had 43 against Phoenix, 47 against the Clippers, 44 against the Washington Wizards. This is amazing. And I knew that kid had something. Uh, the Lakers are after Tobias Harris. And I think that is a, uh, that is a great move to me. I think that's a hell of a move. I think that would be a good pickup for them. That would address a need that they have. I, I would like that the Lakers would go after Tobias Harris. Stop going after these disgruntled superstars and trying to help this nigga and help LeBron the right way by getting him guys that can knock down open shots like Tobias, that can create his own shot like Tobias. He's very versatile, and he can play that Carmelo Anthony role. Now back to that, the, to the Lakers again, right? To this, uh, the, to the game last night. Despite LeBron's historic night, the Lakers still ended up losing to the OKC Thunder last night. And I have an issue. I have an issue with last night. I have a question. Do you think? that the Lakers froze out Anthony Davis from scoring last night? Because I seen Westbrook out there balling, going crazy out there. Westbrook had 27 points and 8 assists last night. 10 of 19 from the field. 4 of 7 from 3. When has Russ shot 4 of 7 from 3, y'all? Russell Westbrook was in his bag last night. You got to give credit to LeBron and Russell Westbrook last night for at least keeping these dickheads in the game. But Anthony Davis, I'm confused. Because his body language on the sideline when LeBron passed the scoring record, the body language wasn't giving. I mean, LeBron had 38.7 rebounds last night. I thought LeBron was going to get a 40-point a triple-double last night. I predicted that shit, and I was off like a motherfucker. And I lost money. But anyway, did Anthony Davis not show up last night during crunch time? Or was he told not to score? 
That's the that's the question that I'm having trouble answering. A part of me, 50% of me believes both scenarios here. That I believe that he was froze out of the game so that LeBron can break the record. Because 13 points and 8 rebounds after like averaging 27 and 12 all season, very fishy to me. But meanwhile, Shea Gilgis Alexander is a beast. That motherfucker is a bad man. 30 points, 8 assists. Then you had Jalen Williams, the rookie, 25 points. Then the light-skinned Jalen Williams had 14, 7, and 7. Josh Giddy had 20 points. Mike Muscala, he's a former Laker. And I understand why he wanted to, uh, you know, to go crazy on him. It's a reason. Muscala felt like the Lakers did him bold. And I knew he was going to show up and try to spoil LeBron's big night. He's also LeBron's former teammate. He had 16 off the bench. Isaiah Joe had 15 points. God damn. I like how the OKC Thunder played spoiler. I got to respect the fuck out those young niggas, man. Them young niggas was definitely going live last night. Them young cats, boy. I like the Thunder. They, they're a team that can make the play in. I mean, just wait until Chet Holmgren is finally healthy. We going to see a whole different team. All right, let's move on here. Let's move on. The Brooklyn Nets and the Toronto Raptors have discussed a Pascal Siakam trade. Man, I mean, what are you waiting for? Just like Scary Movie, what are you waiting for? You got the assets, you got the players, you got the picks to make a mega deal here. And you can not only... Uh, pick up Siakam. You can pick up Van Bleek too. I mean, why not? Shoot your shot. KD needs a solid second guy. And Siakam, you know, he's having a career season this year. But it's all about what you can give Toronto. And then they can put all their marbles. If you put all your marbles together, I mean, you could put your marbles on Scotty Barnes being the franchise player now. Yeah, Scotty Barnes, if Siakam is traded, Scotty, Scotty Barnes is going to go nuts, bro. And start averaging 20 and 10. Easy. I feel like Siakam. Low key. Just like Kyrie Irving was holding Cam Thomas back. Siakam's holding back Scotty Barnes. From being like the totally aggressive player. That he is. 
why not? y'all ain't gonna care about this this is a this is just still it's still news y'all everybody got to get the same treatment the miami heat ended up trading center Dwayne deadman in a second round pick to the san antonio spurs i think the spurs drafted Dwayne deadman and he was pretty solid for them This is dope. I mean, it's a good pickup for San Antonio. It's good that he gets to go back to the franchise that uh, drafted him. Uh, Shaden Sharp backs out of the dunk contest. Um, he cited that he wanted to focus on the season and development as a basketball player more than going to the dunk contest. Okay, I'm not mad at you. I ain't mad at you. I'm not upset at all, yo. I mean, he's being replaced by New York uh, backup center Jericho Sims. And as far as I'm concerned, yo... Jericho Sims can, is a great in-game dunker, but I don't know if he's got a creative dunk bag yet. Ah, oh, sad news, sad news. Zion Williamson, Stephen Curry, and Kevin Durant are going to be out for the All-Star game. So KD is out. The All-Star game yet again. God damn, this guy can't can't catch a break for shit. And I feel bad for KD, man, because I want to see him play. Because I feel like he can win All-Star game MVP. I truly think so. You know? And when the second Kobe Bryant, oh, well, the third, I think it's the third Kobe Bryant award, because Steph won last year and Kawhi won the first one. But yeah, that's sad. But I wonder who's going to replace those three. Like, I mean, De'Aaron Fox, Anthony Edwards comes to mind, Joe. And maybe Trey Young. Hopefully, Trey Young, De'Aaron Fox, and Anthony Edwards can get their flowers. But that's my show for today. Thank you for listening. And please let me enjoy my goddamn birthday without y'all groupie motherfuckers all in my goddamn DMs, text messages, and comments. Per the office, okay? Let me blow the goddamn candles out my kite mine. It's King Nona Uncensored. It's a real one's birthday, and I'm gone.